Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. This week on the Practical Magic Podcast, I am in conversation with the wonderful Selena and Vicky from Project Love. We've got a great show for you today. It really is a pleasure talking with these wonderful and vibrant women. On the show, we're talking about designing and creating a life you love. That includes how business is a constant creative project and actually how creativity is an experimentation and exploration in resilience. I'm also talking to them about how their friendship works in business and what the pillars are around designing a life that you love and actually what the key elements of love really are and how living a life you love is the most beautiful collaboration with your heart. So <laughs> I'm in a love sandwich today. <laughs> Very excited. I've got the glorious Selena and Vicky from Project Love here on the Practical Magic Podcast. Say Yay! hello, ladies. Hello. Ooh. Thank Ooh. you for having us. Oh my God. Thank you. This is just a dream. <laughs> So we're here recording in East London. I get to see you and feel you and yeah, next to me. Life. We've been doing a bit of dancing <laughs> out. Um, I wondered if you ladies could help the Practical Magic listeners. Give us a background into what you do, what Project Love is all about and why it came to be. Yeah, oh, wow. Just that. Ooh, that's Just a that. big Little question. question. <laughs> You sum up what we're about. You're always better than this than I am. So Project Love came to be when we helped each other to find love. So I helped Selena to find love with a romantic partner. She did. (laughs) Gorgeous. Very straightforward. It wasn't. More about that in a moment. And Selena helped me to find love in my career, a love that I didn't know existed, really. And we were introduced by a mutual friend who kept insisting that we meet up. And eventually we did. And we spent about six months, the first six months that we knew each other, kind of swapping skills as a life design and career coach and a love coach and helping each other to make the changes that we wanted um, to make in our lives. We didn't realize that we were actually forming a business out of that. (laughs) So Project Love, the name came about because that was Selena's Project Love. It was her project initially. And her journey of finding love really is the foundation to Get Ready for Love, our, our signature online course that we launched back in 2015. And so we just celebrated our five-year anniversary yeah. uh, a couple amazing. of months back, which is amazing. And, you know, it's been such such a journey. Oh, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> it has, an up and down journey. But, oh, my God, I just, yeah, so grateful for it. So much to celebrate. This has been a real year of celebration, actually. Yeah. Of kind of saying, that, you know, all the things we kind of dreamed of, of how, where we wanted to take things with the podcast and the course and our goodbye hello journal it feels like things are really flowing really moving and we're talking before the podcast and saying you know when everyone anyone ever asks you how's the business going it's always like (sighs) well yeah it depends on the day doesn't it and as you know when you're running your own business whether it's just on your own or whether it's the two of us there's so much to celebrate there's great stuff happening but there's also a challenge. And, you know, and mm. it's a, it is a roller coaster ride. I wouldn't have mm. it any other way. I actually love the roller coaster ride, and there's lots of elements I enjoy. But yeah, it's, uh, 
<sighs> it's a business <laughs> oh, <laughs> with a life of its own. Exactly. <laughs> and, and isn't that the way the creative business should be? Of course. Because if we had all the answers to everything, we just wouldn't do it. I'd be so yeah. bored. And you know, my anxiety dream is it's gone from uh, having my A-levels, my geography paper and turning that over and not knowing what the hell was on there, which is basically what happened. <laughs> and it's turned into me sitting at a computer working for somebody else going, I've got to be here for eight hours. What the hell am I, I oh, what no. am I doing? So business is, we're, yeah, we're like, I always say we're making this shit up as we go along. Oh yeah. But isn't that the dream? That, that, and that's, that's how, that is how it's supposed to yeah, be. It's that's, all about exploring and experimenting. Mm. And I think even though we've got to a place now, you know, with, so just to go back to saying what Project Love today is, so we've got our Project Love podcast and we've also got, like Vicky was saying, Get Ready for Love, our signature online course that helps women to transform their love lives and taking them on a very similar journey to the one that I went on, which was totally life-changing. Not only because I ended up meeting someone eventually, but before that even happened, it I mean, it just, I had no idea of how full of love and how happy I could feel and be single and we were like the combination of Vicky's like using her very natural ability to to love coach people and NLP also we both were like right let's really dive into the study of love and it just went we just started realizing how many myths we're living by in modern society when it comes to understanding love and how to find it we're like what no wonder we're feeling so stuck no wonder so many people are so stuck and as we started to release me from these beliefs and these blocks and see how and discovering that I could give myself the romance I was longing for from a relation and the love and the companionship, and everything it was like, we got to share this. So that's, you know, Project Love was born, turned into then the Get Ready Love course, the podcast. We started that almost from day one. Yeah. I'd done podcasts before and I was like, we should start a podcast because like, really? And I was like, yeah. So what do we do? I was like, we just sit down, press record and we chat. <laughs> yeah. So we did. And it turns out people really like that. So that's great. And then, um, yeah. And then the Goodbye Hello Journal, which is something that I started doing just for myself and friends and followers and clients like eight years ago. And before we even met, actually, I think Vicky had done the Goodbye Hello journey that I used to send out. Yeah. I was thinking back to when was my first, it was Christmas 2013, just after or 2012, sorry, so going before. into 2013, just, Probably just, just when we, we met, met. as yeah. we met. So this is the sixth one, I think, Beautiful this year. Synchronicity. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, and then with those things, it was it was a dream of mine. They used to say to me, oh, imagine, you know, and then we were both doing it each year and saying, imagine if people had this, like, as an actual book and it built up on your shelf and, you know, you could keep it and flick through and say, oh, yeah, that's my year was all about. And these were my dreams that year. And then the following, open the next book and, oh, my God, yeah, I did some of those things. And so last year, around about summer, I we just went, let's do this. Let's actually you make this happen. Didn't and we you? did a yeah. Kickstarter, hit 150% of our target. Amazing. And it One got year out. ago this week, wasn't it? Yeah, was it? I got Starting. a reminder from Kickstarter oh, saying, congratulations, you hit your amazing. target. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, and then because we were like, well, if that works, then we'll self-publish. Yeah. This year. And, and it's an Oliver bonus this year, isn't it's it? Another. Yeah. I was so excited. In a when real I went, life shot. I know. Oh but God. there's nothing better because, you know, we both, 
got we've all got products there's so it's something so wonderful about having the energy of what you create in a mm. physical form mm-hmm. that you can touch and feel yeah and I god I went I went into all of a bonus the woman thought it was mental <laughs> I went in there and I went this is my friend's back and she, that's nice I went, no you don't understand <laughs> but I think I do think it's a real like triumph for um it's a real triumph because we're self-published, mm. you know, and I think it's, and for, I feel like it's a real triumph for uh, the community of entrepreneurs being like, mm. this is something we made. We figured out like, you know, at the start of the year, we were, we were sending out Facebook messages going, um, anyone know how you get books into shops? <laughs> anyone know anything about distribution? Just- this is the beautiful thing, isn't it? Because, you know, I'm learning this stuff with the deck. I have no idea. Yeah. And I'm feeling into it and I'm making mistakes and you kind of, like I say, you make it up as you go along. But how exciting that, you know, when you're doing it and then it works mm-hmm. and that's the fruit of your own labor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, and that that's why for me, um, you know, us having our own business and the nature of our business is is a constant creative project mm. like uh, you're constantly having well, to life experiment is, isn't well, it? and exactly and that's how I've always you know for a long time I've, I've seen life in that way and and I think it also means that therefore it makes it easier to not perhaps easier but you accept the ups and downs and the uncertainty of it because it's like this is what creating is about you yeah. experiment you explore you don't necessarily know where it's going to go and you know but and i you know again this year there were certain things that we hoped were going to happen and i was attached to and they didn't and it's like oh and then it's like just right what yeah. new, what else new is going to open up from this and it's great to do that journey it with a does partner. yeah and it does teach you amazing resilience so yeah how does that work between the two of you then? Because, you know, working for myself, it's amazing to have a community of people out there and it's so lucky. Like, I'm really lucky that I've got people like you who, when something goes wrong, you're like, oh my God, did you, how does this work? How is it working with the two of you when, say, one of you is having that moment of self-doubt or something's gone wrong or, you know, you can you can share in that despair together. You can share in the resilience, but you can also share in the in the joy of the celebration. Mm. How does that work as a partnership? I think we we're very good at coaching each other through um, working working through blocks and coaching each other through it and really supporting each other uh, through challenges. So it makes the the bad times easier, but then it makes the good times even better as well. And we're able to really celebrate each other and celebrate our successes and when it goes really well as well. I think that there is that kind of depth and richness um, to our relationship in that way, just really supporting each other. I think that's really central to, to Project Love. You know, we have a really strong friendship that wasn't, it wasn't like we were friends first. Mm. And then, you know, we created a business together. We've, our friendship has, uh, grown and developed over the time you know over these five years since we've been in business together as well and I think in that respect um, you know it, I think having that friendship now is such a strong kind of foundation of the business really helps the business to flourish. That's really interesting because this is something I wanted to speak to you about actually is friendship because you can go into business or projects together as friends and I've heard so many stories where friendships have broken down because mm. something hasn't gone quite right or when I whenever I'm working with um you know when I'm doing the business mentoring side of it and I'm working with people 
I get people to create their joint values together mm. because trying to get two people's individuals to see things in a sense is really difficult. How would you say that working together supports your friendship? And when does when do you have time for just being mates rather yeah, than work being in it all mate the time? Yeah. <laughs> we don't do enough of them, but actually we were at Love International this year, a festival in Croatia. And I was so excited. I'd literally been working the week before with Vicky. It wasn't like I hadn't seen her. <laughs> we got on planes, went to different villas, meeting up at the festival. And I was suddenly so excited to see her because suddenly she was, we were completely out of work context. There was no not going to be any and work And was that chat. a conscious decision? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I hadn't realised... It, and we both felt quite excited about seeing each other, didn't we? Oh, that's yeah. so cute. And, I, and we suddenly realised, like, oh, my God, this is so good, like, hanging out as friends outside of work. And we, we made the commitment on the dance floor probably about two, oh, that's two like best. early in the morning um, that right from now on we've got to make more of an effort to actually have friend dates where we don't talk about work and we just hang out as friends because we love it so much when we do mm. I still would say we don't we haven't done it enough we've done it about once since then we, yeah <laughs> we, we did do, we did one we didn't we we went for better. a we went for a chai <laughs> latte and cake <laughs> we did but still you know we're able to chat about stuff yeah yeah it doesn't work just to catch up and you know we catch up we speak to each other you know all day every day yeah um but it's just that different quality of you know conversation you know when we make an intention to take off our work hat and you know just see each other and be with each other mm. as friends yeah and it's like it's the same you know it's the rest I was I talk about this in the in the fact that when you do a sabasana at the end of a yoga class mm -hmm. that's the integration piece yeah that mm. pause and reflection mm. so actually when you've got that decompression time as friends yeah it allows everything to settle and then you mm. can look at things in a different way when you come back into it mm. yeah yeah totally yeah. well do you know what we went on a rewilding retreat couples oh, yes. retreat recently uh, that we had a kind of friend day that was a we? massive friend day like we the whole, whole weekend. weekend of it I don't know what I'm saying sorry I forgot that's why you have to stop and reflect guys. <laughs> otherwise you forget so we went thanks to Canopy and Stars and Brooke Housewoods and stayed in a tree house that and, looks amazing and it was just amazing and we were there to run a workshop and to kind of be joint hosting this this event, but it was loads of time for us to spend in nature, making Vicky discover that I could make a fire and I was making fires <laughs> left, right, and center whenever I could. Or not always successful, but there I was, feeling really, really at one with nature. And just having like just lovely there was we didn't go with any agenda to talk about anything. But like you do in a sleepover, you're sitting there in your pajamas in your treehouse and just started talking about dreams at one point. And then suddenly it turned into naturally talking about Project Love and the next morning we were having a cup of tea looking over the beautiful hills of Herefordshire and this whole, all these areas that we've been feeling a bit stuck and blocked in, all the solutions, and I mean all of them, came up in that midnight mm. chat. Mm -hmm. It wasn't midnight, we were in bed at 9pm. <laughs> Late night chat. And the tea in the morning looking over oh, the fields, we're wow. having not yeah. trying to force it and being in that space of friendship, resting, relaxing and suddenly, bing, Bing, there it is. We came back to London. We're like, Kate, who's on our team. We're That's like, amazing. We figured it all out. We didn't mean to, but here it is. This is what we're going to do in 2019. Wow. What an amazing wisdom and knowledge to share that we get so caught up in the hustle and being on and in Ugh, the push. I hate the hustle. Trying to find the answers <laughs> that actually taking some time back. Always. Mm. We always forget that. I know, right? I know. We And it wasn't like we were going wisely going off into the woods saying I know what we'll figure this out we were taking a break we were like Jesus we need to rest we mm. need to unwind we need to nourish yeah. ourselves we hadn't planned to talk about any work 
And then because we were left, we were arrested. And this is, you know, so much of what Practical Magic is about and Goodbye Hello Journal is about actually getting into that place of calm and stillness and reflection. And then, of course, that's when the answers come out that you weren't expecting. And then they're so obvious. So how did we, how has it taken us <laughs> so that? long to come to this very obvious answer? Yeah. And it's often the thing that's like knocking on the door all the time. And we're just like looking in a million other different directions of what yeah. we think we should be doing, isn't it? It's really interesting. Yeah. The spaces in between. Mm. So you've got a really unique proposition of bringing life and love together even yeah. though love is a universal energy, right? How do you find that the two interrelate in terms of when you're bringing in the work as a love coach across into work in life and vice versa? I'm going to ask this to you first, Vicky. What, how do they complement each other? Yeah, with well, different lenses almost, aren't they? If you have a, a love lens and a life lens, how do they mm. synchronize? Well, I guess if you were to draw... If you were to draw a diagram, you'd have love and life. Then you'd have in the middle self-love. You know, self-love is really at the heart of everything that we mm. do. And it's all about, you know, treating yourself like a best friend and um, building a really loving relationship with yourself so that you can then build loving relationships with other people, whether that's friendships or work relationships or romantic relationships as well. And relationships are central to, you know, living a, a fulfilled and happy life um but also you know when we're talking about designing a life that you love we're not talking about design a life that you kind of like and you think is all right you know we're talking about love and I think it's such there's such a power to that and then it brings in all of those elements from you know love coaching as well to really be passionately engaged in life and to really have respect for yourself and honor for yourself and what you're putting out there into the world and being grateful as well. There's these key kind of principles that you can apply to any area of life, really, that I think you want to feel fulfilled in and empowered mm. in. And, and what would you say are kind of the key pillars that make up love from your point of view? Because like, it's not all bloody meals and boon, isn't it? And, and looking at it through rose tinted specs, it can be messy and it can be raw. And those relationships, we, and this is something I'm definitely learning on my journey through love, is that it's it's not supposed to be perfect. It's not We're not supposed to have it all figured out. But what would no. you say are the kind of the key ingredients of love in your eyes? What, living a life full of love? Yeah. I think it's having love and compassion for yourself through the ups and downs of life, not expecting life to be perfect all the time, being kind to yourself and others and to, yeah, have respect. Um, to what I said earlier, it's really about um, having love and respect for yourself and what you're putting out there. And if that is something, you know, if it's to do with your career, for example, like really loving what you do and that's such a gift and, and really, um, you know, honoring the work that you're putting out into the world so we're incredibly lucky I think that we can do work we put work out into the world that we're really proud of and that has a positive impact in some way but also helps us to grow as well as individuals it's a beautiful traversing through isn't there that energy mm. of taking them through and how about from a, a life coaching point of view how that interrelates bringing that through to the other way like how life can impact relationship for example yeah. So, well, before I answer that one, what I would say is that for me, um, being, you know, a career and life design coach for many years, I had created also for myself a life that 
I loved it. It was very fulfilling. I was very happy with what I was creating in terms of my work and, you know, the way I was living and the freedom that I had given myself. And that was incredibly exciting. And life felt like an adventure. But there was an enormous piece missing and I didn't know how, what to do with it. And that was filling my life with love and feeling love. For a long time, I thought that that was missing because I was single and I wasn't in a relationship. And what I learned through working with Vicky and, you know, really opening, unpacking, what does love, what do we even mean by love? How does it operate? What is this supposedly mysterious thing? Not actually so mysterious is what we found, but it was that I discovered how to heal that relationship with myself, fill my day-to-day with love. I learned how to activate love within. Um, I could bring romance and, and love into my life as a single woman. I didn't need to have a partner to be able to do that. And so suddenly I really was living a life that felt as good as it looked. And for a long time I had a life that looked really good and it's really not just looked good, it also was fulfilling and it was, you know, deeply rewarding in the terms of the work I was doing. But I was, there was that big hole where love was supposed to be and I thought that was because I was single and just needed to find the right person to And you it. keep going to your heart there yeah. when you talk about that. Yeah. And that is that central kind of vibrational energy, isn't it? That's the beating heart of what we do Yeah, is here, is heart, mm. is love. Yeah. Yeah. So when we talk about, when we run workshops or in, you know, Goodbye Hello, we talk about designing a life that you love, you know, I'm always, um, it's always important to say, you will only be able to live a life that you really love if you collaborate with your heart. And so, so much of what, that's where I see us working so beautifully together with the life design, but Vicky bringing us back to the heart and making sure that we come from that space of love and filling up the, and creating from the heart. From oh, the space mine's of love. just, I can just feel <laughs> mine just like, it's going, hi, I'm It here. works really well. <laughs> So how do you get people connected back into that that heart energy? How do you do that? Or what tips can you give? So stillness, similar to your activation deck, really it's um it's remembering this innate wisdom that we all have within and remembering the innate sense of self-love that we all have within as well and really taking the time to pause and step back and to connect with that. And I think you need you need that quiet time to listen mm. to yourself and, and feel it as well and feel it. Yeah. And you need space in your life to, you know, really reflect and, and to just spend, spend that quality time with yourself so that you're able to listen and able to remember, or able to access that, that wisdom and self-love. Mm. One, mm. an exercise I love that we do is um, writing a letter to yourself from your wise older self. And I find I can do that even in like a rush day. If I like on the tube and it's just, I just actually do know what I need. I just need a letter from her. (laughs) So I sit down and it's usually, hello, darling. Yes, I've been here all along. Or like, I know it's been a hard day and I just tune in and use that. You know, the idea is just you use that really loving, wise side of you. And it's probably taken me a few years, you know, some time to, to get to a place where I can just come up that easily. Um, probably many years of therapy, which I had, has helped. Yeah, just doing exercises like that, of writing that letter, the yeah. words of support and love That's I need gorgeous. to hear, that I I can give that to myself. Mm. And you might think, well, maybe it feels a bit like second rate if it's coming from you rather than someone else. And it doesn't. No. That's what. That's another thing I discovered about love was that you think that, well, if I'm, if I'm having to just give it to myself because no one else will, it won't feel as good. No, 
It feels just as good. In fact, it feels better. On well, Valentine's exactly. Day, it's my romance day. I romance me. And I love it. You know, my partner buys me flowers and he takes me for dinner and he, he actually really gets into Valentine's Day. I won't tell him this, but actually the things I do for myself on that day feel almost even more special because of the journey I've come exactly. on to be able to do that for me. And then that mm. activates romance mm. even more, doesn't <gasps> it? Because yeah. if we don't, and I know it's often said, but if we don't feel the love for ourselves, how can we expect some to know when we're getting it from somebody else? Because we can't yeah. access that side yeah. of things. Yeah. I've got a card in the deck. I did a reading, um, an Instagram reading yesterday, which is the romanticized card. And it Ooh. invites you to actually put on a heart shaped glasses not literally, unless you've got love specs. Which we, which all, do. we all do. <laughs> but if you've got love specs, then do put them on. Um, but you can, you know, virtually don a pair of heart-shaped glasses and look at things through the lens of love. What mm. would love have you do? Yeah. And it just allows you to see things from a different perspective with that energy, which is mm. really gorgeous. So I just love how and my heart, again, is just like bursting out because I can feel that synchronicity going between the work that you're doing and yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I'm obviously really feeling that being the love sandwich today. <laughs> yeah, it's going through you. It's going through me. Oh my God, you girls are powerful. I love it. How do you, so we've talked about love and friendship and how, what would you say that the key ingredients then, you've talked about the key ingredients of love. What are the key ingredients of designing and creating a life you love? So the key ingredients, let's see. Well, first of all, again, taking the time to reflect and actually take a step back and take the time to kind of look, check in on your life, check in on yourself, get grateful, you know, just sort of practice gratitude for what you do have in your life. Get to know yourself, so important. You need to know what makes you happy and the ingredients you need to feel happy, fulfilled on a day-to-day -day basis, um, through the, the doing meaningful work, whatever that is. And they're to not you. always the things that you think they're going to be, are no. they? No, and so, and that's the other thing. So, getting to know yourself, you might come up and go, "Aha, this is what I need. This is what I need every day to feel happy yeah. and fulfilled." Well, let's go and see. Now, experiment, explore, go and see if that actually do it every day for a bit. Does it make a difference? Because maybe it doesn't. Maybe yeah. your imagination thought it would, and actually, in reality, it doesn't. Or if you have no idea what those things could be, go and explore, try things out. Mm -hmm. You know, really be a detective in your own life to find what it is you, the person you are today, because that also changes and evolves, what it is that you need to feel happy and fulfilled. And so that's why, again, because we're evolving, we're changing, our your priorities are changing, what's possible for us is changing. We need to be checking in on a regular basis. Definitely bringing the love back in, learning how to healing your relationship with yourself so you have a loving, supportive relationship with yourself. Not something you can do overnight. It takes work, it takes time. And that's okay. And then and then on a really practical level, there's then using practical tools like your calendar. I'm really big on us using our calendars to actually book in time to do the things that make us happy because you can say, well, surely if I really wanted to do it, surely if it really does make me happy, I would do it. Well, no, because you have all sorts of other things that are higher up on your list of priorities. Yeah, and it's um, so easy for those to slip down. Of course. And the when whole, we're putting ourselves at the back of the queue. Of course, and the whole thing about 
life design is that it's about putting you your happiness and your well-being as a top priority in oh, your life. Oh, the number one not, priority. Well, I that's when I find people then go, oh, but isn't that a bit selfish? I'm not saying that suddenly you need to be more important than your family, than your loved ones, than but your work you do, but you have to be it, yeah. up there with the most yes, important things. absolutely, because if there's no you, there's no exactly nothing to give to them, is So there? that's why, because particularly women are not good at this. Mm. We weren't raised, we haven't been bred... To, to think about our needs. In fact, quite the opposite with bread to like, you are there to be of service yeah. to others. It takes real conscious effort to keep putting ourselves back up as a top priority. And so using things like your calendar to book in time to do projects you want to do or just make sure you have time to have that space that you need, that walk in nature, whatever works for you to reconnect with yourself, time to write, to journal, to write letters to yourself. And then the other, the other pillar to it as well is allowing yourself to dream. So yeah. we talk a lot about that, the importance of allowing yourself to dream and le learning and understanding what to do with those dreams, how to take them seriously, how to yeah. unwrap them and, and bring them to life in a small way and see how they grow. So this is something that segues really nicely into Goodbye 2018, Hello 2019, which is this amazing tool book that is created to do your end of year review and create mm -hmm. your dreams and intentions for the year ahead. This is its... Second year is a published book. Second year is a physical Physical book. thing. So can you explain a bit more about it to the Practical Magic listeners? It's, it's such an amazing tool. I've been using it for a couple of years now. Yeah. And as I was saying before, that it's actually, you know, we've got the Practical Magic deck sitting here and and Goodbye Hello. And Goodbye Hello was such a an instrumental tool for me for bringing this out into the world. So it's, yeah, it's it's really such a wonderful tool. Can you give us a bit more? You've talked about it a lot in what you're saying there with the pillars. Yeah. But it's brought into one beautiful book, isn't it? So it's an end of year guide to help you say a proper farewell to one year as it comes to an end. Which is important to do. So Take your hat important. off to if, what's it were, if it was that totally. alone, if it was that, you know, just yeah. that, it would be really important. You know, it's because we so we get caught up in the rush everyone's got to-do lists that, you know, never ending. Mm. And there's always more that we could be doing. And I think that what's so beautiful about the end of the year is that collectively it is a time for us all to take a step back. And, and I think most of us do it, even if we just briefly give some thought to it. But it is the perfect time for us all to step into that space, particularly between Christmas and New Year. And yeah, reflect on your happiest moments, challenges, what you've learned, what you've made happen you know, how you've grown, the people you're grateful for, what you're grateful to yourself for. And then it goes into, right, what do you want the next year to be all about? And so it helps you to kind of create a vision and a plan for the year ahead. Before you do that, you take a bit of time to say, to do what I was talking about before, getting to know yourself, checking in. Okay, but actually right now, what do I need in my life to feel happy and fulfilled? What are those key elements? And it's it never gets to, like it never asks questions that throw you into like existential crisis. Like what is success? What does success mean to you? Yeah. Which is a great question, but you know, it's just real simple stuff. Like yeah. what environments do you thrive in? Who are the people you love to be around? What activities do you enjoy? And then it helps you to go, right, now let's look at the, the year to come. Of that, of those ingredients, which ones do you want to focus on? It really, it helps you to create a focus for your year ahead. 
and then just three commitments for the then the next three months you're going to stick to. So I think keeping that's, it simple. Yeah, I think that's really mm. good, isn't it? Because we can get so, you know, you can set out at the beginning of the year going, oh, I've got all of these plans. And you get oh, to the first yeah. month and you're like, oh, I have no idea what to do with this. So I love those quarterly check-ins. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a new addition. So that we added from feedback from people mm. and from doing it ourselves. Um adding those check-ins but I think it's you know New Year's resolutions there's been loads of research that suggests that only I think it's eight percent isn't it Vicky mm, yeah. New Year's resolutions actually ever are fulfilled and by February I can't remember what percentage are, are, are oh, literally it's, it's, forgotten yeah because it's it's saying there that there's something to resolve and we're not broken yeah so yeah. this is about creating mm. intention isn't it it's mm. about totally about creating intention and also putting that reflection that deep thinking before you say oh I'm going to learn French I'm going to do this I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to you know go you know do all these things which you're sort of like like, why you know I've seen people just write them down and it's just like you because they think they should yeah I really should be doing something exactly or because they want to but you know and and the other thing is again explore and experiment you might say you want to do all these things. All right, try it out for three months. Because you know what? At the end of the three months, you might decide that you actually you don't want to do yoga every single day, seven mm-hmm. days a week. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? It just works for me to do it once or whatever it is. Or you try an idea out, maybe that sort of business idea you've been thinking of trying. You try it and you're like, oh, do you know what? I don't, I'm not sure I want to do that. But what it's actually got me realizing is I want to do that instead. I love that. So, you know, it's, you don't, you don't want to overcommit. And I think... Yeah. I think there's something putting pressure on ourselves. It's, yeah, it's not I think necessary. we forget what I've always found is that, you know, and I used to find this in helping people change career is that bit about exploring and experimenting really seems to be it's so natural to me now. It's how we do, every, you know, it's how we create a business. But what I used to find coaching people with career changes, that was the bit where no, they wanted certainty before they made a change. And I was like, the experimenting, exploring part is essential. And it's like our society has not given us space for that you know and it's that is part of creativity well it's interesting isn't it because I was um, reflecting on this yesterday I was um, doing an interview for somebody and they they asked the question what does success mean and for me it's very binary success or failure is it's either yes or it's no it's right or it's wrong so it we live in a society where it's like well you've got to get this right otherwise otherwise what it doesn't matter what is on the other side Mm -hmm. and actually failure and success are made up words something that we can control ourselves Mm -hmm. by and and have this obligation to hitting you know trying to avoid one and at all costs Mm. it's just bullshit it is really is maybe we should just get rid of the word success and call it something else what should we call it donut donut (laughs) yeah let's call it donut everybody And we forget the relationship between the two as well. As you say, it's not like black and white, like you either have one or the other because you can you can get, you can create success from failure because you can learn so much exactly. through the things that didn't go the way yeah. that you planned, yeah. that you thought they would go. Yeah, exactly. And actually that then, and as an energy, becomes the exploration. I want to ask about love and self-love. And you, you talked about that being as a key ingredient. What are your go-to kind of tips, tools, techniques that you use for self-care and self-love? So what works for me is to have a morning routine that really supports that. So for me, it's journaling in the morning and um, just having a space for me to check in with myself and to uh, 
uh, work through uh, thoughts and feelings and really process them. Um, sometimes a bit of problem solving that I need to do and uh, journaling really helps me with that. Um, and, you know, working through challenges and to just give myself a bit of a pep talk, you know, if I need mm -hmm. it. And um, yeah, tell myself, you're okay, babe. Like you've got this. And um, yeah, just give myself a bit of a boost and a bit yeah. of a high five sometimes. And to, you know, also have an opportunity to, uh, focus on what's um, what I'm really grateful for. So I always then finish on a, uh, a gratitude practice and I do six things and one, at least one has to be about me, something that I'm grateful for having happened that I've either, something that's happened to me that's maybe been negative, something that I've learned um, uh, or just celebrating what's going well uh, and uh, celebrating success. Um, and yeah, so for me, that really works and it sets me up for the day. And also I find uh, going for a walk on the weekends uh, with my dog and just being in the park. What kind of dog have you got? I've, I've got, uh, <laughs> he's actually a rescue dog from um, my holiday uh, in Thailand. So we don't know what breed he actually is. He's a buddy. Oh. He's big and cuddly. Oh my God. He's amazing. Buddy. Yeah, and he's, Sometimes give gratitude for him as well because he just gets me out yeah. walking for two and a half hours at least once a week. And I never, you know, I would never, unless it was a sunny day and everyone's going to the park for a little walk, but I just wouldn't do that. That wasn't part of my uh, my life. And so in the past, God, how long have we had in five years now? In the past five years, that's become a staple. And it's I've realized how important that is for me to, Again, just like process and integrate. We're talking about Shavasana. It's like that integration of like, mm. you know, what's been happening in the week. And it's just having that weekend kind of recovery and just animals as well. They, they just... are the biggest <laughs> gift. Really do it for me. For teaching us presence yeah. and joy and how to chill the fuck out. Oh my God, yeah. Have you seen, have you seen that Eckhart Tolle, uh, Tolle or Tolle, I don't know how to say his name, book. It's almost like a, a picture book on... Um, about dogs and cats and no. they, you've got I, I remember you I, gave this to me you. when we first met any and I dog, borrowed it from you yeah. before we had buddies yeah any dog or cat lover needs to read this book because you'll just get it I've got a cat and it's something about um guardians of the soul mm. and how they bring you back to presence they yeah. teach you about how to live life how to be in the present and mm. it's, oh, it's so gorgeous and, and teach you such kindness and compassion yeah incredible right so the last question I want to ask both of you is about your music that's going to sum up 2018 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then what song you're bringing in for 2019 what brings in the energy for that so who's going with 2018 i'm going with 2018 come on so it's a track by house gospel choir you have to check out if you've never come across them before um a good friend of ours actually is, is part of the choir and manages them so we've been seeing them just just do so well this year the track is called battle so listen to it, but it's not so much about the lyrics, it's about the feel and the sound of it. And it's, they are just the most amazing group. They, for me, sum up celebration, joy, love. They share the stage with one another. They're the most wonderfully diverse group of people who are just united in music and love. And they just, for me, represent the year that I really feel that we've, you know, really had. There's been so much to celebrate with Project Love. Um, and we've been really focusing on the stuff that we can celebrate because obviously there's the other shit as well. <laughs> Cord life. But yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, they just, they inspire me as to what life can be. And so, yeah, 
that is the song I'd like to go out in 2018 I'm gonna with. post a link to that yeah, on the podcast page. Yay. And how about you, Vicky? What's, what are you bringing in for 2019? So I've got two. Uh, one of them, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I love oh, that yes. song. It's such a feel-good song. <laughs> That's coming it's into Koya. So, it's Definitely. so uplifting and so full of positivity and also the message of what it sets as well. And I think 2019 and 2020 and beyond, I think are going to be key years for Project Love. And I'm just really excited about where it's going to go. Yeah. And um, the next song is Everybody Loves the Sunshine by Roy Ayers. Again, it's one of those songs that's just full of sunshine and positivity. And that's an energy that I definitely want to be bringing into the year. Mm. Beautiful. I just want to have a little dance party oh, right yeah. now. Oh. So where can people find out about Project Love, about Goodbye Hello, and also about your course? When's it next coming up? Oh, get ready for love. Yeah, get Any, ready for you love. can sign up oh, okay. anytime, anytime when you feel ready to start that journey. It's a 30 day course, but you can, so it's 30 lessons, mm -hmm. but I mean, you can take all the time you want. We've got a private online group, the Love Zone, which is amazing to hang out with. So it has that live feel to it, but you can start it whenever you want. Yeah. So head over to loveprojectlove.com and you'll find your way to everything that we do, but you can also go directly to the goodbyehellojournal.com if it's the journal that you want to get for Christmas and oh, the new year and for loved ones. <laughs> yes, amazingly, we've got a bundle coming up, haven't we, on Yay! Life and Me, because we were actually talking about how the two tools together, Practical Magic Activation <gasps> Deck and also Goodbye Hello, yeah. they're just wonderfully synchronous. Yeah. So what I really love about them as well is actually when you feel the covers. I know they're all velvety. Yeah, they're all velvety. We were obviously yeah. very excited when we were told there was a velvet touch exactly. option. We were like, yes, we'll have that, please. We'll have the velvet <laughs> So you can really feel your way through both yes. the deck and the book. That is why they're obviously meant to be together. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, and actually, the interesting... The pink in the middle. This <laughs> is so hilarious. weird. So really good tools to use together um, both visually and practically visually and practically <laughs> about kind of really feeling into and then activating mm. what's going on nice. and I love the idea of you we were talking about this before the podcast but using the cards as you begin the journal yeah. to, and also through different as, different as you points you go through when you're like pulling out cards to kind of perhaps spark ideas of what your 2018 was all about or what you want 2019 to be about helping with the dream part yeah. I think I, I'm definitely using the cards as I do the journal I yeah. think it'll be me too super powerful and that's exclusive to lifeandme.com yeah. yeah so you can find exactly. them over there well thank you so much thank you for uh, letting me be part of your love sandwich today thank you for being in our love yeah. sandwich activating us oh my <laughs> god it feels great we need to be trapped in a room for hours let's <laughs> That could happen when we can't get out of here. <laughs> thank you. So thank you, lovely listeners, for tuning in to the Practical Magic podcast today with myself and Selena and Vicky from Project Love. As we mentioned, you can go over to lifeandme.com and find the Practical Magic Activation Deck and Goodbye Hello Journal for a special price. You save a certain amount on your postage and the actual bundle itself. Also there is a special 10% discount from Life and Me when you use the code MINDFULXMAS, all one word, and that's with a capital M and a capital X, over at the checkout. So you can save even more on activating your love for what's coming in for next year too. If you've enjoyed listening to the show today, 
please, please, please do go over and rate and review. If you're listening on iTunes or wherever it is you're listening, if you've got the option to leave us a bit of feedback, it's always a joy. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again next week to share more practical magic. Until then, I hope you have a life full of love for the week ahead. Take care.